the more awareness we can have over our internal state, over our physiology, over our emotions, over our thoughts, and the more we can understand the roots that are contributing to this, the more we can actually begin to address them, release them, and come back into alignment with who you really are. Welcome to the Stay Grounded Podcast. I'm your host, Raj Jana, founder of Liberate, and it's my mission to help you become the most grounded, loving, and authentic version of yourself that you can be. Each week, I interview experts in the fields of mindset, spirituality, and emotional well-being. My brilliant guests share their tools, stories, and unique perspectives to help you develop the skills you need to show up fully for the people and things that matter most in your life. Now let's dive in. Yo, everyone. Welcome to this week's very special episode of Stay Grounded, October's monthly reflection. I will keep this intro short because you're going to be listening to me for quite some time, but I am, um, the theme for this month was emotional sobriety and staying connected to your own unique prayer or truth or intuition or consciousness or energy or whatever word you want to use to describe the feelings that we have that are in our bodies when we quiet the noise of our mind and what can happen when we stay connected there, no matter what type of conflict is happening in the world, no matter what type of pain is going on in your life, no matter what type of noise exists, when we are connected to that, we can, we can, we can from a grounded place, create and live a life that's harmonious, that's in alignment, that's um, leading us towards our destiny or whatever we're here to experience in this incarnation, if you would. Um, so many nuggets, so many lessons, and I want to send all of you a lot of love. Um, I know that it just feels like there's so much darkness and so much noise happening in the world today. And I feel like we're all waking up. And I think in this awakening, there's, uh, like a, you can't really stop the heart from breaking and, and grief from unearthing and anger from surfacing or, sadness from being a truth and and i hope this podcast really invites you to, to lean into that and to befriend the human experience so that we can step into this next evolution that is happening um so i love you guys and i'm so grateful for all of you tuning in to the monthly reflections i've said this before on previous episodes but these reflection episodes are like lifeblood for me i the the chance to share lessons that are present in my journey with all of you and to hear some of the feedback that I get from each of you on Instagram or on reviews or in emails. I mean, it just means so much to me. So thank you for giving me the gift of your attention and for giving me an opportunity to share more and to share my life with you. I do not take that for granted. So thank you again for being here. And without further ado, here is the amazing Georgina or Georgina and myself talking about October 2023. Enjoy. Hello, what's up everyone and welcome to this week's very special episode at Stay Grounded. Um, hope you guys are doing great. Hi Georgina, welcome back. Hey Raj, thanks for having me back again. It's good to be here. It's great to be here. Um, another month, another chapter of growth. Another, um, this month was beautiful, actually. I had so many big awarenesses and I, I actually feel like I've gotten to a place now. This month, this last month felt like I was actually closing a book uh -huh. in a lot of ways. Like, I feel like in general, there's just so much, like there's, and I don't know if it's like the eclipse season, you know, like I feel like there was something about the eclipses this month that really played a big role for me. Like I was really feeling a lot of energy moving through my system. It's like I could feel the world was going through its own version of an eclipse with all the, you know, the the, the war that's happening in, in, in Gaza and Israel. And like there's just like this this nature of darkness that's just like kind of unearthing in the world right now. Right. Like like and and I think it's also bringing out all of our own the deepest trenches of what's been lodged away in our own psyches and it's all coming up to the surface and i feel like you know for me this month because i'm aware of that i think i had some opportunities to let go of some parts of me 
integrate some parts of me, to alchemize some parts of me, to metabolize certain aspects of my my nature um, that have kind of been a part of me, maybe not even from this lifetime, but from like ancestral lifetimes, from like just, I feel like there's some energies that have been present in my system some 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 emotional energies let's just call it that like i think and you know for anyone who's listening like what am i what what the fuck is raj talking about like what i'm speaking to is you know we all have energy we're energetic beings and you know there's your energy that's truly yours and then there's all the energies that we accumulate whether it's from our lifetime through you know traumas or life adversities or just being empathetic beings we carry other people's stuff um energy also gets trapped in your bodies in the form of beliefs so if you have beliefs around religion around the world anything like that gets trapped in your body but then there's also energy that you 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 sort of inherit from your ancestors because they didn't have tools to process that energy it gets passed down through your genes and into you and then if you really want to get woo, you know, for those of you that play with, you know, past lives and, you know, there's like a whole world of <laughs> whatever frames you use to understand this energy, it doesn't matter. There, the fact is there's energy in your body, in your system that you are unconscious to. And that unconscious energy drives your behaviors in life. And the more awareness we can have over our internal state, over our physiology, over our emotions, over our thoughts, and the more we can understand the roots that are contributing to this, the more we can actually begin to address them, release them, and come back into alignment with who you really are. That was a lot of the work that I got to do this month as a result of, I feel like even cosmically, there's just so many triggers that are present in life right now that just brought up so much for me. And I've been on this journey of kind of just surrendering. I've been nomadic for the last four months, not really living in any one place, moving around a lot. And I've been doing that purposefully because ever since, you know, Gina and I transitioned, I've been um, in June, um, I've been really looking to kind of like practice my own little surrender experiment which is just saying yes to life and seeing what life wants to put in front of me and living into that prayer. And by living into that prayer, it's almost like I get the perfect triggers. I get the perfect obstacles. I get the perfect opportunities in front of me to alchemize and grow into more of Raj. And I think because I've followed that path, I've had some pretty, pretty big breakthroughs. And this month was the kill switch. This month was such a, there's so much that was happening that, I feel like I got to access some really deep parts of me, specifically related to um, just my emotions and what I'm addicted to. And, you know, and we can talk about that, but I kind of want to pause. Is there anything in there that I said that, you know, we could maybe dive into deeper? Because I said a lot. <laughs> yeah, I think it's it's important to have this awareness of of who we actually are and what makes us who we are. And those influences, as you said, can be can be vast. Things that we can't see, things that we don't comprehend, things that we're not aware of. And it sounds like you've had had some experiences this month that have really started to bring things to the surface and shake some things up to give you a, a deeper understanding and connection with your with your true self. So, I'd love to, and I'd love to explore what are, what are some of the things that have I don't know shaped you or triggered you this month that's enabled you to access some of these energies and and move and move through through some different things for yourself. Well, I think what's like for for me, I realized a big thing for me this month was just how addicted I am to chaos. How okay, that that's interesting. So how do you know you're addicted? What do you mean by chaos? And how do you know you're addicted to it? So I'm a naturally very passionate man. I live with uh -huh. a lot of purpose, intention, uh -huh. connection. I'm like very much like alive. And I think my aliveness sometimes gets mixed up with this sort of chemical addiction to this frenetic, like there's like a lot of like, you know, in love, let's just say in love, right? Like there's like mm -hmm. this passionate romance, very passionate and expressive and doing right. all the things, writing the poems, sending the flower, did, 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 which is like 
And there's beauty in that. Mm -hmm. There's beauty in the romance. And then mm -hmm. there's like, but then like the opposite of that, there's also like deep, grounded, trusting, connected, here, safe, love. And if you just use that two differences right there, like one is like very grounded and deep and connected. And it begins with like a, it almost has like a safer foundation. And the other one is like frenetic, fast, go, go, go. Like just, it's like very passionate, but it's also a tornado and chaotic. Mm -hmm. In the past, traditionally, I've been very more, and I realized this in just, hindsight with reflection over looking at my my life and my relationships and looking at how I've been showing up in the world I think there's been this frenetic nature over here where I've been like there's that passionate love that I'm almost addicted to and it's not just in relationship it's like in everything it's like if I want to build a business if I want to make money I'm going for the big thing instead of the seven percent returns if I want to so it's like there's this chaos. It's like I want this chaotic, exciting, passionate, go life. But the, and, 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 and so like what I became aware of was just that like there's this addictive nature to that chaos that has driven a lot of my behaviors. What was it about that? that why do you think you were so drawn to that? What was it giving you? Well, it was feeding this it was feeding what my mind's programming was, which was disconnection. The reason why I'm coming here with this awareness right now is because, you know, I've been practicing emotional sobriety. A dear friend of mine, she gave me that coin, that term, which is really powerful, which is like, right, you're chemically addicted to all of this over here. Like, what if you stepped away and you just allowed yourself to be sober and you actually found yourself to find pleasure in all the things that are really slow and really boring and really like safe and here. And that exercise has been powerfully illuminating because like I'm realizing when I am going to that disconnection, it's when I'm, there's like this underlying thread of self-abandonment that's happening. There's this underlying thread of I'm not enough, so I must do more. There's this underlying thread of I don't trust in the slow, so I need to get certainty. I need to go fast. There's like this underlying like disconnection from the prayer and when i say the prayer i mean like what i've been living into more so when i'm not in this chemical addiction is this slow attuned frequency of life there's this frequency that i'm living with that is so connected to all things to all like it's there's like an inherent trust in the way that i move in my life that isn't so flighty and it's much more grounded and my decisions are much more it's like I'm, I'm just so much more intentional and I can see things much more clearly than when I'm here in this chaotic state and so when I say disconnected I mean like you're disconnected from reality in some ways it's almost like you don't see the person in front of you through a real lens you're seeing it through this lens of this emotionally drunkenness you literally have drunk drunk glasses on and you're mm -hmm. seeing this person this thing the situation this opportunity this investment through that lens of the chaos which then distorts reality you know our, and our perception is reality and so if that is your perception you're going to be making decisions that are not in alignment with a very grounded prayer I think that's what I've been really coming into more awareness of is just that prayer. And, and it's been a really powerful month of me kind of looking at every area of my life and really examining myself and getting honest with myself around what parts, like, like what was true love, passion, connection, depth, and what does that feel like versus this frenetic, chaotic addiction to the chemical cocktail that is produced by my mind being in a frenetic state, which is unsafe. When my mind doesn't feel like when I'm in my mind, I'm unsafe. When I'm in my body, I'm safe. And so that's what I mean by disconnected. Disconnection is disconnecting from my body and things help. I mean, the world disconnects us 
right? The things you watch on the news disconnect you. The the things that are happening in the world disconnect you. The um, people in your life disconnect you. Like there's noise everywhere around us to disconnect. And then when we disconnect, the world is designed to feed that disconnection. It's there to feed more of the noise. Mm -hmm. And that's what I've been realizing is like, there's just been a feeding. I've been consciously feeding that noise or unconsciously feeding that noise for a long time. And so separating away from that to be where I am now, which is just in a more grounded, attuned, connected, present, slow, discerning state has been a very valuable gift that all of the triggers and all of the experiences and all of the, just everything that's been happening for the over the last month, that's like where I feel like I'm grateful for because I truly feel like I'm more grounded today and I'm more slow and centered today than I think I ever have been. And that's a gift. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I understand what you're saying. I understand this, this place you're at where you recognize that there's this behavior, this addiction to this frenetic energy, and you've been able to somehow withdraw from that and find this more grounded place. I'm, I'd love, I want to know more about the process of that. So sticking with the metaphor, like have you had any withdrawal symptoms or for example, how have you been able to recognize when you're in that frenetic state and then take yourself into a new place? Like, Give us more insight into what that yeah. process. So one is recognizing, like I think the biggest frame was recognizing that I was emotionally drunk and I was addicted to the cocktail of emotional addiction, right? So there's that. And why there's why a, do you think it made you feel good? Why, what, what were you getting from that place? How did it's it make dopamine. you feel good? Okay. Dopamine, we're trained by the world to feed our minds, our Phones are literally this like every algorithm on Instagram you go, it's designed to keep you in this frenetic state. Mm -hmm. Everything is designed to feed these parts of our minds. Like it's like it's so it's that's one piece. The world is just designed for that because <laughs> that's how we make people don't make money off of those that are like very grounded and centered and deep and connected. They make money off of people that are in this state. That's so true. And so everything is designed for that, right? So every uh, every meme you might literally see on social media is feeding that. All the relationship advice is feeding that. Everything is feeding this. And I'm noticing that now. And this is why I've been taking it. Part of taking a sobriety is also not being on social media as much. <laughs> part of that for me is really, truly stepping away. It's, 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 it's not being and allowing myself to be in that. And so there's this piece. So it's like when I think of sobriety, I, this is why I like this because it's like, I'm not saying oh, I'm quitting alcohol, I'm quitting sugar, I'm quitting this thing. It's like, those are almost like the things above the emotional sobriety because underneath the craving, underneath the food, underneath the alcohol, underneath everything is an emotion. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing I'm becoming very intimate with. And so this is why this has landed for me so big because it's like, okay, like I can actually just label all of my behaviors into one big bucket. And then I can have another bucket over here, which is like, no, this is like grounded, safe, attuned, honest. This is where I get really real with myself around why I'm reaching for that, why I want to do that, why I'm investing in this, why I'm choosing to move that path. Like this is now where it's become so sobering and sobriety can be a fucking mirror, man. Where it's mm -hmm. like, you just look at it and you're like, oh, fuck, I can't believe it. And you just get hit with such a big, damn. And then there's the compassion and the self-forgiveness. Um, so the withdrawals in a lot of ways are, for me, the withdrawals come in the form of, like, I just, I, I want to go, like, for example, yesterday uh, or two days ago, like, I have this habit of eating as much fruit as possible. Like, I, and I eat a lot of fruit. Like, I'm talking like two, three boxes of blueberries at a time kind of thing. Like, I just eat a lot of fruit. And ever since I've been emotionally sober, I'm noticing that every time I go reach for the fruit, there's actually an underlying frenetic energy that is causing me to do that. That frenetic energy is ultimately disconnected from the prayer. And when I'm in my sober grounded state, like I'm actually plugged in to just this 
There's like a song that I'm listening to that doesn't actually have any cravings. It's just connected to my body. I can be real with myself. Am I hungry? Okay, if I'm hungry, cool. But I'm actually usually never hungry when I reach for the fruit. Yeah, yeah. And so there's the, so the withdrawals are simple. Like that would be one example of like, and and the practice is truly like, and I'm, so that's like, it's it's a bigger project for me. Like I'm, I feel like I'm really working on now, like the physiological level of groundedness, right? Like I've worked on the psychological levels. I've worked through all my trauma. I don't really feel like I've got any, I don't know, knock on wood until I become aware of more, but like, I feel like I've cleared my system of just about I've done a lot of work to clear my system. Let's just put it that way. Like psychologically, I feel like I'm here. Now I'm like, I'm doing more of a physiological cleanse. And I'm really looking at what are the physiological factors that are pulling me out of groundedness. And can I be honest with myself about that? Because now you're fighting, you're not fighting, but you are, you are looking at certain aspects of you that are bigger. And, and, and I do feel like there's this slowness. Like I, I, I feel like, I've been on this journey for the last, you know, four months of like connecting deeper to this surrender experiment and really living the prayer. And I feel like, you know, for my frenetic energy, it's been a very much like a hustle culture. I have to make things happen. I have to go do this. I have to call that person. I have to work like everybody else. Even that concept, I have to work like everybody else because that's what everybody does is coming from yeah. this nature of, I don't trust the way that I work. Mm hmm so there's like this freneticness. There's like a not enoughness that's caught up in here, which is the mind. The mind's old scripts are all the freneticness. But when we come back to the body, there's just a truth. And then there's a reprogramming and new sets of beliefs that are originating from this space. So it's been really fascinating because I feel this sort of flow I'm on right now, which is really profound. Like things are happening faster than they've ever happened in my life the slower I get. Awesome. Hmm. I, I can't explain it. I mean, it's like, you know, I'll share this, you know, example. I think I was telling you before the show, like, you know, I've been on this, a few different journeys. I've been on this journey of, you know, pitching liberate and like, you know, to VCs and angel investors around the country to like really, you know, get us funded and take us to the next level. And at some point I was just like, I need to slow down. Like this whole way of that everybody else is doing it, like just sending cold pitches and cold emails and doing the thing. It's just not me. It's not the way that I work. I just don't feel like it's what I do. And I slowed down. I stopped completely. And instead I started creating content and sharing perspectives and being more in my design as a projector, which is like being more of that lighthouse, like in my human design for everybody who doesn't know, like it's like just sharing perspectives and being more myself. In that journey, I then got connected to somebody who's massively connected. I pitched him. He loved the project so much because he was in resonance with me. He then I... invited me out to an accelerator that put me in mm -hmm. front of 50 investors and I got to do one pitch in front of 50 instead of me chasing one at a time. That's an example of like the, the, the slowness, the, another example I was in Austin. Oh, I, I had this intuitive hit to be in Austin earlier in the month. I didn't know why, but Mike, when I'm in my slowness, I was like, I'm supposed to be in Austin. I get there and I end up running into people and meeting people that I'm supposed to have conversations with that lead to massive breakthroughs that are now a lot. And then like, in fact, another example, I get to Austin. Um, actually, this is the example. What am I even saying? This was the example that I was trying to say. I just forgot. Sorry, guys. I went on a little spastic, a little attack right there. But what I was trying to say, I get to Austin. I don't know why I'm supposed to be there. And then, you know, the Israeli-Gaza war kind of happens. It opens up. That opens up. And then, you know, two days later, I'm supposed to be having a, a podcast interview with a dear friend of mine who's of the Jewish faith. And instead of talking about what we were going to talk about, we ended up talking about holding space for each other's pain. 
and having being able to have hard conversations with people that have differing views than you. And one of the videos that we put out promoting that podcast on Instagram went viral and it's been viewed by 1.3 million people. And that's an example of like slowing down, living in the prayer, not trying to force things, not trying to make things happen, but just listening and being and not being in the frenetic nature. Like it's like every time I want to pull away from the frenetic, can I come back to this prayer, this way of living, hear that song and pattern match to the beauty that's here today? Can I pattern match to the beauty that's here today? Can I, can I, can I, can I, can I be in that frequency and hold prayer for all of the thing that are things that are happening in the world? Can I, can I, can I be in, in right relationship with myself and, and, and what I truly feel in my heart instead of being spun up into the freneticness over here? And that's been a really powerful, um, it's been a really powerful month of coming back to just that. Like, I feel like I grew up a little bit, to be honest. It's like the, I think a part of growing up is getting beyond those chemical addictions, breaking beyond those codependencies, breaking beyond that and coming into more groundedness. And it, I feel safe in my own body. It feels really good. Um, so. That, you talked about, being in right relationship with yourself what does that feel like and how do you know when you're in right relationship and then I'd also I'm also curious to know from this perspective of being in right relationship where do, where does your life open up from here and has anything changed yeah being in right relationship can mean a few things you know, I think for me, it's coming back to, am I living in harmony with my values? Am I living in harmony with what wants to happen? Am I living in harmony um, with this prayer that's coming through me? And when I say prayer is just a word I keep using because it's what lands for me. You know, there's many words for this prayer. It could be like this, your intuition. It could be your um, the, the feelings that you have that are like uniquely yours. When all the noise is away, there's like this, this frequency, this song, this consciousness that you just feel in your body that is yours. And you, everybody knows when you go in nature, you feel it. When you're in nature, when you're in, when you're away from all the freneticness, there's just a song that you can feel, you can hear, you can sense, it's yours. That is what I'm speaking to. That is what being in right relationship is being in harmony with that. It is listening to that. It is acting in the direction of that. It is protecting that. And I think that to me, if we all did that, I think the world would be a very different place because we're not living in the chaos. We're not living in the separation. We're not living in the fights. We're not living in the, we're not living in war. <laughs> Let's call it that. Like, it's like, we're, we're actually living here. And, and I think there's a fundamental disconnection that exists in the world right now. I just do. Like, I think all of our world powers right now, if you think about it, like everybody's disconnected from their from their fucking hearts everybody's disconnected from their bodies it's it's a it's literally a mind war i'm it's it's literally a power grab it's literally that's all it is everything is there and this is like the the path unfortunately requires us to do this deeper work that's the only medicine the only medicine is to come from the mind from this frenetic nature of more back into our our bodies and our hearts and when we do that work we come back into right relationship with all that is and i think when we are there you don't it's 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 a beautiful i'm learning to be in this more so this is a new frequency for me like i'm this is the first time i've been in this for an elongated period of time because i've been emotionally sober <laughs> um 
but I feel it. And now that I feel it, I can see the truth of my cravings. I can see the truth of addictions. I can see the truth of porn and porn for men, like what that's doing. Like I can see it so clearly, like all these different things that we, that, that exist out there as outlets. Like I can see the truth of them now in a way that I don't think I ever could have before. And I feel like that was a gift and that gift came through very unlikely sources. <laughs> I was at, um, I was at my dear friend, Corey Mascara's wedding this last, uh, it was one of the most beautiful weddings. Uh, he's a he's a he's a lifelong meditator, guys, and you know he's he brought a lot of that into the wedding. And I could just see. I had some conversations at that wedding where it was just so clear, like there's like deep, true, slow, consistent love, and then there's you know chaotic, frenetic, chasey, unavailable. Like there's that type of love, and being able to see the differences there, and then being hit with emotional sobriety from my dear. Uh, from one of my friends uh, two days later <laughs> just like man what a like the universe delivers the insights right when you're ready to see them and it's almost like you need to put in the 10,000 hours for you to get the insight that's at least how it's felt like for me I've been so dedicated to this path and I feel like I just got the insight I think you're right in the sense of you know, we live in we live inside these structures that are controlling the narrative like controlling our desires controlling what makes us what we think is going to make us feel safe and we're so hooked into these systems that just part of us so inside of us as well i might even say it's not what they think is going to make you feel safe because this is the distortion that i've been realizing the mind is trying to keep you safe but safety to the mind is not the same thing as safety to your body. Safety to your mind is what's familiar, not what's actually safe. So if there's things that have just been normalized for a long time, like let's just take politics as an example. What's actually safe is unity. Us all yeah. coming together. That's actually what's safe. Mm -hmm. but that's not what exists. That's not what the media feeds. The media feeds division. It feeds us versus them. It feeds that narrative because that is familiar and what's familiar is safe to the mind. That's the sad part. That's the piece that we, 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 we are, and, and that's now I'm really becoming aware of because it's so hard in today's day and age with so much happening in the world with everything happening in in the middle east and everything happening it's like it's so hard to know what's real what's not real it's so hard to know what's true what's not true when we don't trust the media when you don't trust the narrative when you don't and it creates this inherent um there's just, I mean, there's a lot of noise there. Like in, in general, there's just a lot of noise in the world. And this, this, what I, what I'm really wanting to speak to right now is just the fact that safety to the mind is very different than the safety I'm referring to right now, which is the safety you feel in nature, which is the safety you feel when you, when you close your eyes right before you go to bed. Sometimes for some people, right? Some people, maybe that's where you feel the most chaos. But it's like there's these there's there, there's a different frequency that I'm inviting everyone listening to tune into. There's an alternative frequency. There's an alternative choice that we can make to not be addicted to the frenetic nature of our addictions, to our emotions, and come back to a deeper, slower, more attuned consciousness, a presence, if you would, that is your it's it's truly like your your own energy it's like who you are it's this column of divinity that's like so big and it's 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 of such magnitude that it's hard to even put it into words and that that energy is connected to so much intelligence and i'm finding the more i live in alignment with that intelligence the more magical my life gets it's like like I had a 
I think one of the things I wrote in my journal this month, let me actually read it to you. It was really beautiful. Oh yeah. When we proclaim that all is in divine order, then the divine can put things in order. And like coming into that, it's like, there's this brilliance to organizing your life from that frame of just really connecting to the safety that's here now. And, and, and I think that when we live from that space, that's when, when all the, the, the beauty, the different things start happening in your life. Like you can begin to like, it's almost like when you start to see the grand picture of why this is happening, which is really hard when you're in the shitter, <laughs> like when you're in it, it's really hard to see the grand design up top. But at some point when you do see the glimmer, it breaks you to tears. Like I, I've just, there've been so many instances this month where I was like, why is this happening? And then all of a sudden I get the lesson and I'm like, Oh my God. And I just break open into tears. And it just brings me so much hope and, and, and more faith in this prayer that that's continuing to unfold. And, and for all of us, like I said, like, I know there's a lot happening in the world and, don't know why there's suffering in the way that there is and I don't know um yeah it just feels like there's a lot happening and I'm continuing to just connect to the prayer because it doesn't feel like to me that's the most productive thing I can do so what is the prayer telling you at this time um me in my life it's to take each step intentionally it's to pay attention to the beauty look for and pattern match to all the things that are going right instead of all the things that are going wrong have the courage to ask for what i want clearly um and master this way of living. Like this is what my prayer keeps coming back to is just come back to this. Come here, come back to this. Just keep going deeper and keep acting in the direction of what flows through you. And everything, it's like, it's like there's a, everything will work out. You don't have to make anything happen. And you do have to be present. And you do have to act. So there's this balance of doing and being that I think comes with just being in right relationship to all that is, being in right relationship to, and staying powerfully attuned. Like, I feel like that's the beautiful thing. You know, although I haven't been as on social media as much, I feel like I'm connected to everything I need to be connected to. And so there's a brilliance to that. There's a brilliance that you can't skip the message you're supposed to get. So if you feel like you need to be on social media because you're going to miss something, you're going to lose out on something, that's your chemical addiction to your phone, to whatever, like that's the chemical addiction. And I'm going to call it out because that's what that is. At least that's what it was for me. Yeah, I mean, ultimately phones are designed to to have you addicted absolutely and having yeah. that right relationship with the phone and knowing why you're going on it is is, is super important yeah yeah and you know staying grounded is about all of it right staying grounded to me is this it's it's a path of mastery like when i think about the stay grounded path if i even had to paint a path i've never really painted a path but it's like the path is is getting to a place where you are just whole. And I don't know if I'll ever reach a full state of wholeness by the end of my life. Maybe the goal is not to reach a full state of wholeness by the end of my life. Um, the goal is to continue unraveling into more and more wholeness, more and more restedness, more and more groundedness. Because I do feel like there's infinite levels to this. Like As we continue getting more grounded, life presents opportunities that are going to pull us out of those roots. I think... In fact, that's 
if I had to zoom out 60,000 feet up, right? Like, I don't really know. And this is not, don't quote, like, please don't like hold me to this because this is more like a, a spiritual perspective on like everything that's here. Like, I think as consciousness has risen as a collective, we've all been growing and doing our work. And as a result, we are able to see and hold more pain than we ever have. I think there's a reason why all the things that are happening in the world are happening today, in this era, in 2023. I think it's happening because we're all collectively rising. And I know it sucks, but I I think like this level of awareness around the truth, like we've never been more aware of the truth. We've never been more aware of the lies from politicians. We've never been more aware of how all the systems have been keeping us sick. We've never been more aware. And awareness sucks sometimes because it forces us to look at our shit. It forces us to look at all of the shadows that we have been living in, the lies that we've been living in. And it's going to be a crunchy few years. <laughs> of weaving through that the inner work is not easy and it's all a mirror i and i really feel that like we're all we've all been doing our work to get to this point where now we're waking up to the truth and it's like okay how do we want to respond how do we want to live our lives how do we want to make choices how do we want to live differently how do we want to what who do we want to support who are we going to vote for all of these questions are now present right here and we get to make different choices as a result of that. So yes, I I think it's just, like I said, <laughs> going to a rabbit hole of is looking at everything and being lost in it. And I see an incredible opportunity for every single person listening here to take this time to truly come back to your own prayer. What is this thing in front of you here to inspire within you? How do you want to show up differently as a result of this information that is feeding through your unique perspective? How do you want to show up? And then show up. Because that's what's being called of all of us right now. We're called to do the work and to serve what's what's true in our hearts. Very interesting times. Um, and it's interesting we're talking about the phone as well but yeah that I for me recently I think one of the the things I've loved about the phone is that it it gives you access to truth it gives you access to eyes on the ground it gives you access to things that the mainstream narrative totally. already doesn't want us to know so you're right you know people that are, are, are in safe places right now we have this invitation to start to see actually what is controlling our lives and what we're being told what we can fight for and who who what we're taking a stand for finding our humanity again like where is our humanity we're being invited to call that back in and make a stand for it and i think you're right we, this doing the work to connect with that prayer within that's telling us the way is love, the way is humanity, the way is liberty for all people. And it'll be very interesting to see what happens as some of these structures that have all the power. The cages are being rattled. The people are the people are rising. They're saying this is we don't want this anymore. We don't want this division. We want liberty for everybody. Um yeah. You're nailing it. This is what I mean. This is literally what I mean. Like, like, you know, and I, I don't ever wish hardship on anybody. I don't because I, I, I don't want that. And it's a necessary part of the growth experience for us to find this prayer. Like, I still remember like, you know, you know, a few years ago, my, my father and I had a, a very challenging relationship very challenging relationship. Like we couldn't really sit in a room and be close to one another. Now he's like one of my best friends. I love him to, to dearly. And I remember one of the pivotal moments that shifted this relationship for us was when my grandmother died. My grandmother died of COVID 
immediately within like 12 hours of her getting COVID. And I remembered going home and then two weeks later, my aunt died, my dad's baby sister. I would never wish anything like that on anybody. And in hindsight now, I saw the level of breaking open that did for him. That broke his heart open. It broke him into more of his humanity, into his love. I got to see his tenderness. And it changed my relationship with my father. It was, this, it was the beginning of my relationship with my father changing. And so I wouldn't wish that on anybody. I don't wish any of this hardship on anybody in the world right now. And our hearts are breaking for a reason. Because the prayer is underneath it. All of this is happening to wake us up to our own prayers. Everything is happening to wake you up to more of you. And, and that's where I look at it. Like, can I, I, I have two options. I can run from that and numb, hide. I can pretend or I can open into more love. Yeah, and, and that's what we have to do. I mean, there's been, you think about our entertainment, it's been so, violent, violence has been so normalized, so normalized in video games, in movies, et cetera. And now we're seeing real violence in front of our eyes. And you're right, we can, we've got to let this crack us open and reclaim our humanity. That's what we're doing by these types of conversations. As much as I want to think that the world is not getting better, I do. I do think the world is actually getting better. I just don't think that these types of conversations are being publicized enough. Mm -hmm. These types of these types of real interactions are being publicized enough. What's being like this is the thing. If there was an equal amount of the good being publicized with the bad, that'd be amazing. But that doesn't. That's not how things work. Because it doesn't. It keeps. If if that was to happen, we we'd have more love. We wouldn't be in so much fear. But then the narrative is to maintain us in fear. So Thank you. Now you get it. Get freedom, right? Now you get it. This is why emotional addictions versus emotional sobriety. This is like the entire thing. This is the entire premise. It literally applies to everything. This is why it's been such a game changer paradigm for me. Paradigm shifting, game changing like concept because that's the concept. Like, where's the love? Where are these conversations? Why isn't, you know, videos of these going viral? Because these conversations are happening. They totally are happening. Yeah, they, they are. are. And so, you know, it's, it's, so, you know, I, I, I digress. We can spend a whole another hour talking about this very thing, um, you know, but, you know, just to kind of, to, to bring it into, into a, a, a collective prayer, right? Like that's to me, you know, these, these, I feel like we're living in very interesting times right now. We're living in incredible times that are, there's a reason why we were all born now. There's a reason why our souls chose to incarnate or come alive or to wake up or to be aware in this specific time. And I think the way we find that is by coming back to our prayers, coming back to our hearts, coming back to our bodies, coming back and disconnecting from all the noise up here. Who really are you outside the system? Like, who is that version of you that's disconnected from the colonialism, the capitalism, the patriarchy, all that stuff? Who are you? And if you can. What connect... are you? Not just who are you. What are you? What are you too? What yeah. are you? Connect to that divinity. Connect to the source. Connect to your power. Connect to the parts of you that cannot be shaken, molded. The parts of you that laugh at the addictions, the parts of you that are so deep and so grounded and so rooted in truth that there is no stuttering. There is no, I don't know. There's just what's here. There's no wavering. That is the invitation. That is what's possible. We're doing it. We're doing it. You're doing it. I'm doing it. We're all doing it. If you're listening, if you're this far into this fucking episode, you're doing it. And I'm proud of you. I'm proud of us. I really am.
these monthly reflections have been such a gift because we're literally all just, I don't know. I feel like, I feel like you guys have been on a ride with me, all of you, including you, Georgie. And we've all been on a ride together for the last few years. It's been, it's been, been a few years and a lot of condensed into a very short space of time. Right. And all of this is here to help us get ready for what's coming next. This is why we do the work. We do the work so that we can show up bigger for the people in our lives, for the things we care about, for ourselves, so that we can be a ripple of positive impact on the on the world and our communities, so that we can be inspired and inspiring. This is why. This is why I feel like doing the work and stepping into your most authentic self is the greatest gift you can leave behind. It's the greatest legacy. It's a living legacy. It's not a legacy that... It's not your name on a building. It's the name that you leave in people's hearts. It's the message you inspire in their own words by just being alive. That is the living legacy that you are. What is the legacy you want to leave behind? So, anywho, we could talk for hours. I know we are wrapping up, um, but... Uh, so what was what the theme for this month, Raj? Let's, let's wrap it up with that question. Sobriety, Alrighty. honesty, honesty, sobriety, connection, um, and uh, really, I think allow. I, that's that's been the the theme, is just coming back to that prayer, my unique prayer, listening to it, feeding it, loving it, listening, all of it. And in terms of staying grounded, was the prayer the thing that kept you grounded or was there something I should want to mention? Yeah, I mean, my morning practice of, you know, before I start doing anything or pushing, I, I kind of plug into that frequency, really mm -hmm. be in it for a bit and be in right relationship with it, listen to it, and then I start acting. That's been my, it's been my practice for sure. Beautiful. Okay, that's a wrap. <laughs> Thank you, Georgina, for facilitating a beautiful conversation. It's so good to see your face. And everybody, that's a wrap for this week's episode of Stay Grounded. I'm your host, Raj, and this is your old friend, Georgina, from us. Stay grounded. We'll chat soon. Thanks for tuning into this week's episode of Stay Grounded. No matter where you're from or what you're going through, I hope it helps you remember just how incredible you are and have always been. If you're on a path of emotional healing or self-discovery and would like to learn how Liberate can support your journey, head to www.rajana.com forward slash Liberate, that is L-I-B-E-R-8, to learn more about our current group programs and one-on-one -on -one offerings. I love you guys, and I'll see you next week.